check out this video. I have, to put it mildly, been looking for God. I made a career out of engaging with religious arguments. At university I visited numerous churches. I attended Bible groups. I read Athanasius and Anselm. I read Augustine and Aquinas. I, I looked in Julian of Norwich and Catherine of Siena. I looked at the sociological origin of religious belief in Durkheim and Marx and Freud and Young. I looked at religious experience in William James and Rudolf Otto. I've looked in the modern works of people like Ed Faser and Bill Craig and Michael Murray and Richard Swinburne and Alvin Plantinger. I've looked in poetry. I've looked in the Psalms. I've looked in Job. I've looked in Ecclesiastes. I've looked in Dostoevsky. I read C.S. Lewis. I listened to worship music. I prayed. I studied the gospel. I even got an actual degree in theology from a university. And nothing, nothing, not once, not nearly, not ever, not even briefly, have I experienced anything that speaks to the existence of a God in the universe. Now, I want to point out that I'm not religious. I didn't grow up in a religious household. I was allowed to choose my own beliefs and find a path that fit for me in this life. The reason I think that's important to mention is I want to comment on a logical error that I see that atheists and, quite frankly, a lot of theists make. But I want to come from an unbiased perspective. The labels of atheist and theist mean nothing to me. You see, God is not an object. He cannot be found within the physical world, whether that be in a book, or in a church, or in a school, or even in the mind. There's scriptural evidence for this and scientific, and I'll give you both. The scientific explanation for this can simply be found by asking the question, what comes before everything? Because if we define God as that which comes before everything, then it cannot be a thing, because then it would be a part of that everything. Thus, that which comes before everything must not be an object within it. And atheists have experientially verified this fact by externalizing their search within the world and the objects within it, they've come to nothing. Thus, we can be safe to assume that an external God doesn't exist. But what about an internal God? And what do I even mean by that? Now, I'm going to remind everyone again, I'm not religious, but the scriptures say the kingdom of God is within you. Thus... If you cannot find God externally, the Bible agrees with you. It's like, you're right. He cannot be found that way. It's, it's inside. He's not in a book. He's not in a church. He's not in a man. He's not in the sky. It's inside. Okay, fine, but what is meant by inside? Inside the body or the heart or the mind? Well, actually, none of those things, because all of those things, too, are objects. And by object, I mean in the strict philosophical sense that anything physical or even mental or construct or metaphorical, all of those things which can be named and thought about, all of those are objects. In other words, anything which is experienced either physically or mentally, is an external object. So by internally and inward, we mean not any of the objects within our experience, but us as the subject, the experiencer, that is what is inward. Notice that you can never see yourself truly. You can only ever see a reflection of your body or an imprint within your mind, but you cannot see that witness which shines through these eyes of yours, which comprises you as this experiencer. It's the hard problem of psychology. Where the hell is this consciousness that's making up this experience, you know? It's that part of you which sees all but cannot be seen, hears all but cannot be heard, water cannot wet it, fire cannot touch it. That is God. And I know it's less exciting for the mind that way. And atheist or theist, you want it to be an object to experience, 
but it is not because it is the experiencer, the experiencing itself. Now your first question to that might be, how do I know that that's what God is? Well, let me ask you, how do you know that one plus one is two? Well, you might think about it and come to the conclusion, you know it's two because you've defined it that way. That's the definition. So I challenge you to find this word that we call God as the inward experiencer, and you'll know it's true. Shortcast Club.